is in the know for Tuesday, September 5, the 248th day of 2023. There are 117 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's country station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com. Via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast. On Facebook, on YouTube, on the platform formerly known as Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country. Where's Quacky wrapped up for 2023? We will also tell you about the Labor Day Parade. We'll look back on the weekend in sports. And Jimmy goes on in. That and a whole lot more coming up today. You're on in the nose. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? Okay. Uh, we still got Quacky around. You yes, know, we're we still do. we're still living Quacky. Well, we haven't yes. officially announced a winner That's for day right. twenty yet, so we have to do that. But uh, you had a big weekend. I did. Uh, capped off by a big event last yes. night, and it so was fun. all smiles. There, the four day weekends are just never, or the three day weekends are never quite long enough. No, they're not. It, they? it definitely feels like a Monday. It does feel it will yeah. all day long. But yeah. good news, tomorrow is Wednesday. Yay. So that if you can just get used to that, he is the five time winner of the coveted Ohio Newshawk Award. He's the two time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe: London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Litchfield. Sam Gormley and the Smarts. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Not too bad. You seem really preoccupied over there. Yeah, I just got. I'm trying to work multiple things. I just got sent a picture that I'm trying to get on. Oh, uh, you're you're multitasking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I'm trying to. I, I need a third hand. I see. That's I all right. The ball over here. Uh, you um, and luckily you didn't dive all the way into Quacky because then <laughs> the work that I would be doing right now would have been all. For oh not. yeah, yeah. You know where you know where Quacky's coming in the lineup. So don't worry about that too much. Oh, I guess I I never paid that close attention to it. I usually just you uh, you had Cougar football on Friday night. I you did. had center football on Saturday afternoon. At night. A Saturday night? Correct. And do you like your new press box? It, <laughs> it is. I mean, it is amazing. Well, it, for one, it doesn't move. That's good. It's which sti- is it's, nice. It's, but uh, it is, built on steady they, rock. They did a... They clear. They didn't completely talk to broadcasters when they built it, but it mm-hmm. clearly was more than because so, sometimes you know this. You've been in press boxes and like they clearly did not talk to people who need to work in press boxes yeah. about the proper way to build a press box. Those architectural firms, they think they know what press boxes look like, and uh-huh. then they sell well, it, it, they sell kits and go, well, "Here's your press box." And, and that's the same thing. Go, for, okay. It's like I'm sure they build schools without talking to teachers mm-hmm. and and everything. But that's exactly right. Uh, but then you finished your evening at uh, you finished your weekend at the uh, Litchfield Aquatic Center. Uh, any other excitement to work in in the in between uh, those? No, no, because it was just so, it's been it's been running wild. So now you're just ready for uh, the the Bengals to play this weekend. Yes, yeah, but yeah, but, NFL but, but before that. We've got, you know, Cougar soccer on Thursday, Cougar football against Butler County Friday. Sure, so but if you could just keep your nose to the grindstone, oh, yeah. you'll have some Bengals football by the I, time the weekend rolls around. Trust me, it's it's only been since Janu- the end of January that I've been waiting for this. That you've been uh, looking forward to it. Well, it's almost finally here. Uh, and luckily for us, by the time we get to the kickoff weekend of the NFL season, it's going to feel more mild. Uh, it's going to be... Nicer. We're going to see multiple rounds of rain midweek. That's uh, starting tonight and into tomorrow. 
And then uh, even a greater chance for rain here between the lakes tomorrow. But then behind that front that moves through, we'll see highs in the 80s for the majority of the week. But our lows here in our neck of the woods, we're going to get down into the 50s for, I think, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, that stretch. Then get a little warmer early next week. But you can tell in the stair step down, we are taking the stair step down to the fall season. So hopefully these are the last 90s that we will see. We'll get into the 80s, and then next thing you know, we're going to have very mild temperatures. So scattered thunderstorms, 30% chance today. We will uh, hit at 90. Uh, I think between the lakes here we might get 88. Scattered thunderstorms, 72 overnight. Scattered thunderstorms tomorrow, and a high of 87 is what you can look forward to. Uh, the We did, as I mentioned, wrap up the weekend, a big holiday weekend with what has become a tradition for us, and that's the Ducking Hunger Regatta. I think uh, the colonel told us eighth eighth year, I think maybe fourth year for us of carrying it live. Uh, we carried it through uh, through the pandemic. It was uh, you know moved to the Grayson County Detention Center for uh, one year, and with their special venue they have there, and then back to the Aquatic Center. First, I want to say the Litchfield Aquatic Center is the perfect venue for having this event because of the quote fingers lazy river which they have the ability to turn up and turn down Mm -hmm. they can make for a really nice course to run a bunch of ducks in four different heats so there were two thousand ducks that were uh, run yesterday that competed in heats of 500 each and then the top three from each heat competed in the finals for a 12 duck final and then the thousand dollars was given away some irony in the prizes and i'll get to that in a second (laughs) Firstly, I want to say thank you. Uh, We had some fun over the course of the four weeks, and especially as we got into the end of week three and into the beginning of week four, I started expressing uh, some concern and disappointment because we were pacing behind even where we were last year, Um, and um, which surprised me. But then we talked about, you know, the things are expensive, and there's there's been a cumulative effect to things being expensive to where maybe people are having to make tougher choices and perhaps not being able to be as benevolent as they might want. And uh, for whatever reason, it's just we were we were pacing behind. And, and I like that. So, you know, I took it upon me with people that I know and uh, in, in my network and people that I could, you know, call out and say, hey, you need to you need to get involved. We had some fun with that. And hopefully maybe because you didn't hear your name called, you thought, oh, I better get involved before I get my name called. Uh, but I am so happy that for the first time in the history of that event, every duck was sponsored. And we were just trying to get to, I don't know, we were trying to get to high 1300s because that was the watermark for the highest year ever, which was, I think, the year before wow. the pandemic. Um, not not in the history of the event, uh, the event had we had all 2,000 sponsored. And so the the fact that we were all able to rally together the audience answered the call. Members of the community answered the call. And you felt gracious and benevolent. There were people uh, from far and wide that uh, sponsored ducks that hadn't before. And, honey, I, I'm extremely proud of you, too, in, in just kind of leading the charge on that and uh, making sure that people are aware. When I shared with Alea on the way to the event, well, she was worried about the $1,000. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we talked about things she could do with $1,000, yes. including, you know, donating a portion of it uh, back to the 
Alliance. But when I shared with her that rep- represents 80,000 meals, mm-hmm. that number to a seven-year-old, that's a big number. It and is. you know why? It's because it's a big number. So that's just in the $10,000, but $13,200 was raised. And uh, so I'm super grateful and thank you. Well, uh, I enjoyed doing it. I, I love this event. It's one of my favorite ones. And I obviously love the Alliance. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had some good duck dumpers too. I yes. saw our, our, my friend Keith Brooks was uh, there and uh, I told him his duck dumping technique was some of the best I'd ever seen. <laughs> you could tell that he had been working hard at that. Um, so anyway, a lot of good a lot of good people that were there. And Sam, you did a good job with your portion. And the, the irony was uh, when the prizes were handed, was it? Presley, I didn't know the young, I didn't know the person that won the thousand dollars, and I don't. It's have in the, the story at k 105com I don't. Yeah, I, don't, the note, I, but, I, don't I but Paisley, I, I think is yeah, Paisley. Name. That's right. The I did laugh because the third place duck won a Litchfield Aquatic Center season pass, <laughs> and that went to Elsa Johnson. And I thought, well, just what she needs. She probably has yes. not had the opportunity to uh, frequent the aquatic center. So that was just kind of funny. Maybe she'll be looking to trade that in for something else. So or, the first place winner for the uh, $1,000 is Paisley Patterson Paisley with Patterson. duck number 396. 396. <laughs> I uh, I mean, maybe can she switch it for some tickets to something else maybe? Probably. I'd say I'd say that she could. But it was just everybody got a pretty good laugh of that. You're like, well, yes, yeah. it's funny. And so anyway, it's a good event, good way to wrap up the weekend. And I It would be the, like you winning a K105 t-shirt. That's a, that's exactly <laughs> hey, the example yes. that I used to to Elaine. That's how you explained like, it, it to Elaine. It would yes. be like winning a K105 t-shirt. <laughs> uh, or, you know, 30 K105 t-shirts. Yeah. But anyway, so big weekend. I know people had a great time at the fair. The parade was good yesterday. Saw, uh, got to see George yesterday. And um, so anyway, it was uh, it was a nice weekend. Uh, but as my board says, it that passed rather quickly. They got the mm-hmm. summer season from Memorial Day to Labor Day seemed to go by very quickly, and then the weekend seemed to buy seemed to uh, go by very quickly as well. So let's wrap up some of the uh, news headlines from over the course of the weekend. A uh, man suffered uh, injuries after a truck versus a motorcycle accident at the uh, bridge construction site on Millerstown Street in Clarkson. The uh, law enforcement and the uh, first responders got to the accident about 8 o'clock on Thursday. The investigation showed an eastbound motorcycle being driven by 44-year-old Anthony Nugent of Grayson County. It was slowing down at the bridge construction site. As the light turned from green to red, a Ford F-150 traveling behind the motorcycle did not brake quickly enough and struck the motorcycle from behind and tossed Nugent off the bike. He was transported to uh, Owensboro Health Twin Lakes with minor injuries by Grayson County EMS. A mother and her young son were killed in a crash in Ohio County that also critically injured five other people. It occurred Saturday night about 6 o'clock on Highway 231 near Cromville, uh, Cromwell. An accident containing eight people crashed into another car containing one person. Three people were airlifted to UofL Hospital. Two were transported to UofL by ambulance. All were critically injured. At least four victims remain in critical condition. And so extremely sad to hear this life's precious. It can change in an instant. And you have that many people who are in an accident. Uh, Tragic and a loss of life. Congressman Guthrie. I saw Congressman Guthrie was at the parade yesterday. And uh, he will be hosting a service academy information fair for students and their families interested in learning about the application process for U.S. service academies. The 2023 Service Academy Information Fair will be at E-Town High School 
on uh, a week from yesterday, September 11 at 4 p.m. Central Time. So if you are, um, if you or someone you know are trying to join a service academy, the uh, Guthrie's office, you know, he went to West Point. So he obviously has a passion for the service academies. One of the things he loves to do is he gets to, uh, for people in his district, he gets to send the notifications when people have been accepted to the service academies. And he gets um, he gets a lot of joy in doing that. So if you want to learn more about what attending a service academy, whether you want to go to Annapolis, whether you want to go to West Point, uh, and uh, and the others, that's uh, Monday at uh, 4 p.m. Etown High School. A 46 percent pay raise, a 32 hour week with 40 hours of pay, and a restoration of traditional pensions are what members of the UAW are looking for to in their new deal that would. Um, that would uh, hopefully avoid a strike with the big three automakers. This is a more confrontational strike than maybe you've seen in recent years, and I believe it will also alter the trajectory of the auto manufacturing industry over the next 20 years. Uh, For those of us who have lived long enough, we remember the period in the, I'll call it the 2000s, when uh, this was before the bailouts, it was uh, domestic auto manufacturers were at a disadvantage because they were in really bad labor deals, and it paved the way for imports to really take over a majority of the auto sales in the United States. There is a reason you saw Toyota Camrys everywhere you turned in the 2000s. There was a reason you saw Nissans. There was a reason. There was a reason that Kias came to the scene. There, there is a there was a reason for that, and it is because. For the value that you got from Ford and GM was so low versus what you had to pay for it, and it's because they had a really um, a, a strong liability in a labor deal that was making it uh, expensive to produce domestic cars. Well, if you go to if you create a forty six percent pay increase and you want thirty two hours worth of work for forty hours of pay and full restoration, it can create a bit of a quake across the landscape of auto manufacturers, and I'm not sure what the downstream repercussions of that could be. But it could place everything in a kind of a, a precarious nature. It could drive more auto manufacturing overseas, possibly. Um, I don't know. I'm not an expert, but I do know I've seen this happen before, and I've seen Ford and GM suffer as a result of it, and I just hope the same thing doesn't uh, happen in the future. I don't think it'll be a 46% pay increase in the end, but even if you split the difference and make it a 23% increase, it's a, it's a significant one. So You know, I was in my early 20s, so I'm glad that you mentioned that I, because I had never thought about that. But, yes, you're right. Um, back in the 2000s, that's what you saw everywhere was Honda Cam- Odysseys. Camrys. <laughs> yeah. and, but, you know, I had never given thought to that until just now. Interesting. Yeah, it, um, and, and, and I hope we won't see that again. And, by the way, the domestic uh, manufacturers have come a long way. There's a lot greater quality in Ford and GM and passenger cars and trucks. And, and they've always been really good in the truck market. But in the passenger cars, they've come a long way. But I don't know if now's the time when we're changing to EV and there's just a lot of things in play. So if you work, you know, if you're part of the UAW, you end up with a deal like that. It's really great for you as long as it lasts. And I hope that it continues. You get the get a deal that's good for everybody, including consumers and 
maybe we'll be okay. Speaking of money, uh, federal student loan interest has started accruing again. Interest on federal student loans has started accumulating after a three-year pause because of the pandemic. So you might, uh, you still have at least another month before you'll have to start paying back those loans, but you probably do need to research and get uh, educated on uh, where you might start. Uh, You might want to find out what your interest rate is, what your payments might be, what to do if your payments are too high. So a lot of people have been lulled into this sense of, well, I can operate without having to pay the, I've had a, you know, I've had a three-year break from these things. Well, that doesn't mean that the debt went away. It's still there. So you got to get back to it and uh, might be a tough situation for some people. The University of Kentucky kicked off their 2023 campaign on Saturday at Kroger Field and ended up uh, blowing out uh, Ball State 44-14. to Just like, um, you know, for the first half, it looked like a lot of other Kentucky seasons. And then the second half, the, the defense kind of took over. Ball State had some significant injuries in the first half, I think, that uh, impacted their depth in the second half. But, Sam, were you able to see the game? I watched... I had one eye on, one eye off for most of it. And, I mean, look, it's first game of the season. Uh, now, if they'd have played like that against South Carolina in the last game, I think that's the last game of the year. Then you'd, Or Louisville, I guess, Louisville. the last game. South Carolina's last SEC game of the year. You'd maybe be a little bit more concerned. Leary didn't necessarily look great, but it's also his first game of the season. He didn't really play a lot last year, so it's, it's to be expected. He's a little rusty. He hadn't played in 11 months, but there were times that I thought he looked more comfortable in the pocket than sometimes Levis did, especially last year because Levis was trying to avoid hits everywhere. I was going to say, it's the offensive line has improved yeah, a lot. Everywhere he could. Uh, there were also a couple of zingers. When he did have to escape the pocket and needed to throw toward a sideline, he was able to throw with laser precision but just maybe the timing of the routes was off just a little bit. But and I know when talking with with Roger, he, he had mentioned you know being the NC State fan that he is that his big one of his biggest weaknesses is the deep ball, and that's something that really stood out to me was that the deep ball wasn't there for him. Yeah, now for, that could be something that can come, but also Kentucky's been so used to Will Levis that was his thing. Right, uh, yards after the catch, I guess on the very first play, you know, hit, Dan hit Dan Key, yeah. and they got a fifty yard pickup, and then had to. Settle for a field goal, but I—I I, I wish they'd had a camera on Ryan Lemon when that would happen. <laughs> I would—I'll be anxious to see. Uh, East Eastern apparently is awful, like really, really bad. So I don't know what you'll—I don't know what you'll really get out of this Saturday, other than well, just another opportunity to play someone else. Yeah, but weren't they just getting throttled this weekend yeah, by they played, somebody? They played UC Cincinnati, so it's not like it's a—I mean, yeah, it's not like they got throttled by you know. Boyle County or not Boyle County High School is really good, but still, like you know, insert random Eastern Kentucky high school or something. But well, eleven o'clock today, our time. Mark Stoops will speak to the media, and hopefully, he will have an update on Kenneth Horsey. He did yesterday. It was yesterday. They, they kept they it on said. Monday, and he's not out for the season. Oh, it was yesterday. That's right. He's not out for the season. Correct. That's good. But out multiple weeks. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully, it's multiple weeks. Like. Two more, and he's ready for for Florida. But uh, they didn't take too much of a step back. But over over the cumulative aspects of the season, playing it without Kenneth Horsey will be uh, significant. So hopefully he's back sooner rather than later. Austin Reed threw for two TDs and led Western to a forty one twenty four win. They were down early. Yeah, they? They, I got to listen to a little bit of it, and then I had to had to do center, so I didn't get to didn't get to take it all in. But uh, it was a little worrisome at the start, and then I think they kind of settled in. They had a big injury, though, to Malachi Corley early, and that when you lose your best wide receiver, potential first-round pick, that's tough. 
Uh, UofL down uh, even late in the game, but came back and won against Georgia Tech on Friday. So congratulations to them. And then uh, Reds won yesterday. Picked up a win over the, what, the leading, the Mariners? The Mariners. That's what they got. So, anyway. Big win for Cougars, too, on Friday night. Yeah, yeah. I just figured we'll uh, look forward to another report and cover the weekend Cougar sports and all that good stuff. But, yeah, Cougars get a win. Congratulations to them. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way here on In the Know. Today is Be Late for Something Day. It is Cheese Pizza Day. Is that the only one Leia will eat, or will she be a little more... I didn't know if she got into the pepperoni realm yet. Pepperoni or chancy. They're spicy. She doesn't like them. They're normal. She does. It's uh, Telephone Tuesday today. Here's the song that turned one song into a billion-dollar net worth. So we'll talk more about uh, Jimmy coming on later in the show. Also weird that we're not doing Where's Quacky. You do something for 20 shows in a row, you kind of think, oh, well, we got to do Where's Quacky. But we did not say that day number 20 of Where's Quacky was at the Litchfield Firefighters Park. And it's, I didn't yes. save the picture. So that was um, – and that's a little – it's a little bit hard. If you haven't spent time there, you might not know those uh, – uh, bicycle shapes of bicycle racks that What's are there. What's the saying that if you do something for 21 days, yeah, 21 it days forms it becomes a habit? A habit. Yeah. yeah. So, but if you, so right if, you count the, if you count the weekends, <laughs> yeah. I guess you can, yeah. you know, it was a full, it was a full week. It was a 28 day cycle, but it was 20 shows. Uh, do you remember who the winner was from Friday? Jennifer, I think was her name. Okay. Just so if your name was Jennifer, then you might've been the. You, you didn't win the Ducking Hunger Regattas. <laughs> That's true. You did not. Or you did not win a Litchfield Aquatic Center pass. I do also want to start the segment by uh, shouting out uh, Tennessee Tammy. Tammy Manis is from Tennessee, and she has gone 33 years without a haircut, and she has the world's longest female mullet. So she is five feet eight inches tall. She's gone thirty three years without a haircut. How much money she, she spent on shampoo? She said she was inspired by the music video for the nineteen eighty five song "Voices Carry" by Till Tuesday. She said the girl had a rat tail, and I really wanted of those. So a rat tail turned into okay. I don't know. That's, uh, that's okay, but technically she has had a haircut. Yes, but on the top, but not for thirty three years. Well, she's not had a haircut in the back, yeah, right. for thirty three years. Okay. So but she's she's that keeping is, it high and tight on the listen, on the, that on is the top of the something. head. Yeah, yeah, flowing. That is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Guinness Book of World Records now. She said she keeps sure. her routine relatively simple, using shampoo, conditioner with argan oil. Arg. And uh, braiding her record breaking and braiding her record breaking tresses regularly so they don't touch the ground. Okay. Wonder if she has them insured. Probably at this point she probably does. Now that she's the winner, maybe the summer travel season is probably officially in the books. But now you might be setting sights on places you might want to go during the fall. It's weird. I've noticed. Um, I've noticed a lot of contemporaries of mine have decided that they're traveling now. Like people that are empty nesters and maybe they've gotten to a point where they're either retired or, you know, they had one of those jobs where they could retire after 27 years or whatever it might be. But they're like jet setting around the city or the country. I'm like, well, good for you all. Uh, If you are trying to save money, travel experts say the cheapest places to visit are Houston, 
the Texas version, followed by Toronto, Denver, Atlanta, and Chicago. Who's going cheap in Chicago? Yeah, that's what I want to know. I guess it depends now, upon did, where you go. Did, did you let George know that he was number one on this list? That's why he moved there, mm-hmm. um, because it was uh, it was affordable, and and fits the upbringing. The, and the uh, the Lindsays are travel experts. You know, he and he and Deanna have a a travel business that they oh, that I, they participate in. I did not know that. If you'd ever like to travel internationally, well, you like, can go with them. Like I said, I've I've never met him. Hmm. Uh, well, <laughs> we'll have to fix that. It um, also, if you want to set your calendar ahead and not miss out, April 8, 2024 is the next long solar eclipse. The last time you'll recall, was it in the month of August? Because it was mm-hmm. hot. I remember yep. what it was. And the center was right over Russellville or Hopkinsville, Hopkinsville is where the. Yeah, because Bowling Green, I remember it was like 97% or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. It was cool. Sam, I can't remember. Was that prior to your yes. arrival here? Yeah, I was at Western still. Okay. So that so, was 17. And so not long then uh, after that, I guess. Um, it was so weird. I just remember we were at the library that day. We did the show from the Grayson County Public Library that day. And mm-hmm. then we also did a broadcast during the during the event. It was just odd. It was... Um, it, well, I just I love that to describe it. in like the five minutes prior, all of the streetlights... On Western's campus turned on. Yeah. Because we were there on South Lawn, right by the stadium. And, and all the birds thought it was night, so they didn't, they I weren't held chirping the baby or anything. The entire time. Yeah, you did do that. I held baby the entire but time. April, 24, April 8th of 2024, so next April, there will be a four and a half minute, long for, a, uh, for a, an eclipse, long solar eclipse, and Fredericksburg, Texas is the place you want to be. See, I thought it was like Indiana or something. Was There's the some other places. Carbondale, uh, Illinois will be fine. Indianapolis would be okay. Cleveland are also good places. But Fredericksburg, <laughs> Texas apparently is the line is where you want to be. Might be the first person that's ever said Cleveland and good place in the same sentence. No, I mean Fredericksburg Berg is a good place. on the line. If you're looking for the line, uh-huh. you can go Cleveland, Indianapolis. So think of it. you got that Cleveland, uh-huh. Indianapolis, Carbondale, I'll be, Fredericksburg. I'll be interested like what? percentage here is yeah i mean you'll probably notice it but probably not and be like hey that's kind of weird yeah because i think it was like 97 or 98 bowling green and we were like well what's the point of driving to hopkinsville for the extra three percent i guess you'll never know yeah you know i I, but for us we were like okay this was more than cool enough for us to say that yeah we've seen it it's awesome oh and i remember how busy the roads were here because the mass exodus from, from the, hopkinsville for everybody trying to get back east they were coming up 259 to get on the parkway they were getting off the i mean you could they were backed up on the off ramps it was it was crazy how much traffic and congestion <laughs> and that was another here. reason we just stayed in bowling green because we you were, were home yeah that's right i don't blame you i don't blame you one bit and by the way, if you're going to Fredericksburg, Texas, remember to take your fiddle. Because if you're going to play in Texas, you got to have a fiddle in the band. It's a rule. Do you secretly want to punch? So I had about a mile walk into Kroger Field on Saturday. So I parked I parked at a place that I've parked at many times before, but I haven't parked there recently. Oh, is this not the place that I parked at? Is this about a porta place? Is this down by the softball stadium? No, no, I did not have a parking permit. Oh. I stayed on the west side so that I could get out quickly and easily. I supported the Kiwanis Club on Saturday. Oh. Well, 
Look at you. But it's about a mile. <laughs> well, it's the it, also it's on this side of the railroad tracks it's fifteen dollars. On just on the other side of the railroad tracks it's thirty dollars. So I was like, I'll take the fifteen and support the Kiwanis, hmm. and I I need the extra steps. But I noticed it was about a mile. Let's well, see. And I went to a game a couple of years ago and got a free parking spot in one of the parking garages, and it was probably like a mile and a half. And I was thinking, perfect. You know, no one else is going to want to do this. And mm-hmm. I sat in that parking garage for an hour. Oh yeah, didn't move. Yeah, this is yeah. I've, over the years, uh, this is a, especially if you're coming from the western half of the state, then this is a pretty good place to be because. Uh, Egress is is pretty nice, but because of the traffic snarl over there by the Campbell House, everybody was scrambling to get parked and then get to the stadium. So I didn't even get to see the kickoff, and I like all the pregame festivities, so I missed that. I didn't know if you were stuck at OVW or something. No, I no, guess that was after. That was after. But it's funny, this story lands in front of me today. It says, do you secretly want to punch slow-walking people in the back of the head? I'm like, as a matter of fact, yes. Yes, I have wanted to do that recently. Science is confirming that slow walkers can prompt unparalleled, out-of-control anger. Researchers are calling it pedestrian aggressiveness syndrome, or sidewalk rage for short. Scientists believe that anger arises when walkers perceive others to be breaking the rules of the sidewalk. If you're slow, stay on the right. Don't block the escalator and move to the side to take a picture. (laughs) You get behind slow walkers. Las Vegas is the worst place for people to stop in the middle of a walkway and just gawk. They they just stop and they just look around. Then then Disney is number two. That's true. It is bad. I mean, I don't know. That's a tough Inside stadiums, too. Where? where? Inside stadiums, just, just in general, especially for where there's a lot of people. You get the, especially it's the, what section am I? Is it, is it this? Is it? Yes, that's exact. But it's, so anyway, we were trying to get there and the sidewalk was only so wide and it's like, come on, big mama, womp, womp, move over. We're like, we need to get by you because I can, you know, I can be in faster than you can be. But I didn't really want to hit anybody in the head, but I would have been happy if they had moved over. Yeah, we didn't want UKPD after you. That's true. I often have the urge to take my flip-flop off. Oh, good one. Yeah. Well, I wasn't wearing flip-flops, but I see what you're saying. Well, it's usually towards Sam. Oh, I got it. <laughs> I don't know why. Pringles <laughs> offers an iconic bagel experience in the form of a crisp with an introduction of new Pringles Everything Bagels. The new Pringles Everything Bagel flavor offers an authentic Everything Bagel flavor experience with notes of sesame and poppy seeds, followed by hints of cream cheese that blend with toasted onion and garlic flavors. I bet these are good. They probably are. I bet they're. I bet mm-hmm. they're really good. I mean, they can't be as good as sweet corn Pringles. That's, so. I mean, they would have, they would have a run for their money with the sweet corn Pringles, <laughs> oh, but I still, bet these are really good. They're still right there. I. Um, I will never try one. I don't know if you've tried the ballpark everything buns. But we tried them recently, and they're very good. They've got some extra seasoning on the outside of the bun, non-traditional, and so it's pretty good. I would uh, I would advocate for that if you want to try it. I'm a traditional bun guy. Yeah, I didn't try one of his everything buns. Are you a sesame seed guy? I traditional. Do you know, yeah. I mean, I like at McDonald's the sesame. I'm fine with it, but it's not like I'm. So what about a Whopper? Do you ask him to take the sesame seeds off the Whopper? I. Don't, could not tell you the last time I had a Whopper. Really? Oh, my goodness. It's, that is my least favorite right now. Li- least favorite of the chains. When was the last, you've been on some bad flights in your life, I suppose. Um, <laughs> the, 
think it's the law of averages. Yeah, eventually going to mm-hmm. yeah, it's eventually going to be your number. Mm-hmm. A Delta Airlines Airbus A three fifty turned around back to Atlanta Friday night because of an incident throughout the airplane that the the um, pilot called a what did he call it? a biohazard? Let's see biohazard. Yeah, we have it from air traffic control. I think we got the recording from ATC. If not, I'll just tell you what he said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did, did, did Elon really not feed the uh, hamster? It's better if you hear it from him in pilot speak. Negative. It's just a, a biohazard issue. I, you know, we've had a passenger who had diarrhea all the way through the airplane. <laughs> oh. All the way through the airplane. So That's the most important part. Come back to Atlanta. Negative. It's just a, a biohazard issue. I, you know, we've had a passenger who had diarrhea all the way through the airplane, so they wanted to come back to Atlanta. <laughs> all the way through. Talk about the trots, right. right up and down the aisle. The trots. Oh mercy. Was he at Margaritaville prior to? <laughs> he must have been. He's somewhere south of the border. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Rock and roll. And did you know eating two cheeseburgers is healthier than eating one burger with a side of fries? According to Harvard Health, eating two burgers is healthier than, and I added the cheeseburger in paradise part. So I guess I believe that. I can see that. Yeah, you, see, you get more protein with the burger. You get you veggies, know, lettuce. You get tomato. You got extra tomato if you're Take saying. Take that top bun off of one of them. Slap them together. And, yeah, you can you do know. that. Uh, weekend box office: The Equalizer, um, Denzel Washington's movie, doesn't uh, gets number one. Thirty-four and a half week. Uh, Thirty-four and a half million dollars. Barbie at two. Blue Beetle at three. Gran Turismo at four. Oppenheimer at five. All right. Woke up on Saturday morning. To news that I, I don't know, it's, it made me, one, I was sad, uh, but I didn't expect it. I did not, um, I guess I had had not heard that uh, that Jimmy Buffett was battling a rare form of, of skin cancer. I didn't realize he had had to suffer some shows, or cancel some shows in the summer, and that he had, um, he had uh, died Friday night, surrounded by uh, family, friends, music, and his dogs and so i i was i don't i again i don't quite know i I was not like torn down saddened like oh i certainly wasn't certainly wasn't happy about it but it was just it, it sent me on this journey of the the things that seasons of my life or things that I things that I enjoy because of his music uh I have had I have had a touch of the wanderlust when it comes to travel traveling the Caribbean and traveling around the country to places that are hard to get to because of him uh I read his book uh, I remember when I got his box set uh I, it just He's his music is much older than I am, but through the course of the weekend, I learned that the idea this this parrot head idea really took root in the early '90s, when I was coming of age, and that's when the the lifestyle kind of took off and the shows just became events. This, if you think Taylor Swift is a party, you know, in a big, and it is, but, you know, Buffett was selling out three dates at amphitheaters around the country. And it was just, 
It was a way to escape life for about two and a half hours. It was fun. It was. Um, I mean, Buffett is that age group's Taylor Swift. That's that's exactly right. And and so and literally, I I, I think he turned a song that really wasn't that big of a hit at the time into a net worth of a billion dollars and um, and seemingly loved every minute of what he was doing and to to go to go to work every night and not wear shoes <laughs> right i mean that that sounds like a pretty good a pretty yes. good gig but um i've never done it and i think i i i plan to but one of my bucket list items has been and I've probably shared this on the show before, so I apologize for repeating myself. But goal has been fly to Jacksonville, have Buffett's box set, which shows you how old this this bucket list item was, have Buffett's box set, rent a convertible, and drive the beginning of the A1A all the way to Key West and then drive it back to Miami and fly home and take however long you want it to. You know, you can you can do it in drive time. You can stop off for a few days, but that's the, I wanted to sail the intercoastal waterway, you know, because of, of of Buffett and so my love of boating and that type of thing is all comes from him. So saddened to hear um, that news. So. <laughs> there were parties all over the country, though. It was funny to see all of the, just especially in Key West, people were in the streets and. I was happy to hear Buffett music at Kroger Field on Saturday. They were playing, hmm. you know, they did play Grove Street, but they also played uh, the Jimmy uh, Buffett was, version of Grove Street. They did not play the Jimmy Buffett version of, of Grove Street. So saddened to hear about that. Cher says her secret to staying young is wearing jeans and keeping her hair long. Good I, didn't, I didn't realize well. it was as simple as that. So, All righty then. Good, good for her. Kristen Chenoweth married Josh Bryant in a Texas wedding ceremony. I did not know Kristen Chenoweth was not betrothed or attached to someone, but uh, she is. I have a feeling she's 55, he's 41. Well, congratulations <laughs> to her. And if you watch Winning Time on HBO, you know who Jeannie Buss is. He, she is the daughter of Jerry Buss, the longtime owner of the Lakers. She is the current Lakers owner, and she's a big part of that uh, series on HBO. But she has married comedian Jay Moore. Jay Moore, you remember him as being the antagonist in Jerry Maguire. He's the guy that ran the ran the agency that uh, Tom Cruise was working for. So yeah. he's been in some other good things. But anyway, they got hitched over the weekend. So I guess um, uh, congratulations to them. And then we lost star Steve Harwell from Smash Mouth over oh, the weekend. So sad. And lost Gary Wright, Dreamweaver. Um, we lost him over the weekend. So um, those folks have gone on in. So there you go. Some of your entertainment news from the weekend. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Chart toppers, point to ponder, pearl of wisdom, and more coming up here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. Have you considered the internet connects people at a long distance, but disconnects people at a short distance? Yeah, no, you're not wrong. What's that? It's given us the ability to. You know, stay connected with people from farther away, and we tend to do that perhaps more than, and we maybe stop visiting with our neighbors or people nearby, uh, maybe because people from further away, you can keep them contained a little bit better, like you see them when you want to, you don't have to deal, see them, and so I don't know what that is, but it's it's shifted the dynamics, certainly, of um, 
of how we communicate. I always talk about class reunions, I think, in the future don't exist anymore because the the reason for reuniting was to see people that you haven't seen over the years. You get together periodically and check in. Well, you can stay in contact with anyone you want to stay in contact with in these days. So I just see it gradually as the years go. If you're my age or older, it's like, oh, we got to have reunions. But I can tell a difference for my class and six classes older than me. Well, see, it'll be interesting. Like, my in a year and a half would be ten years for me, and that would be interesting to see of like whether because ten years I feel like is the first time you'd ever really do one. Mm-hmm. I feel like yes. five is too short. That's five is too short. That's right. Ten is the first time. Then what do you go? Ten, twenty, and then you start doing it every five years. Some do. There's some debate on do we have a thirty-five. Well, so you just had twenty-five. Did you all? Did I your class do anything? Ever? I don't know. I'm sure, yes, they did. But I think it was a very, very small scale. Mm. I've never been to a class reunion. Yeah. Because uh, 25 no is a big one. Honey, do you have a favorite Buffett song? Oh. Eh, that, it's, it's hard. They're so good. I mean, uh, probably, I, I mean, probably Margaritaville. Yeah, Songs You Know By Heart you know, yeah. is one of the best albums. I mean, just yes. it, it's like one of those, like the Steve Miller Band Greatest Hits album. But um, he, uh, I love. He went to Paris. I love uh, Pirate Looks at Forty. I like some of the deeper cuts too. It's just things that people don't people Paradise. don't know. I love Cheeseburger in Paradise. I like Fins. I like Volcano. Yeah. I like uh, One Particular Harbor. I like Southern Cross. I like. I mean, I could just go on and on. But I'm huh? going to give you a deep cut that maybe you've never heard. And if you're probably not a real Buffett fan, you probably don't know. But it's a live version. It's on his album. You had to be there. I think it's from 1978. And it is based on a poem by Lord Richard Buckley. And it's about a seven-minute song, and it's this poem that he turns into a song. It's called God's Own Drunk. And it is super funny. If you've never heard it, it uh, is quite a story. So that's, uh, yeah, something you can look into. Okay. On television tonight, America's Got Talent on NBC, on CW, Inside the NFL. The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City are on Bravo and My Big Fat Fabulous Life on TLC. That's the season 11 premiere. I was going to say we got a month until or a week until Monday Night Football, which but it's less than that. But Peyton and Eli are coming back this year, too. They are. I did. They did post a message about that yesterday. So I was excited to see that. That's good. Sam, do you have a favorite Jimmy Buffett song? I didn't ask you. Cheeseburger Paradise. You said that is your favorite. I heard you say it, but I didn't I I didn't associate it with that's your favorite. I love to harmonize to that. one. What about Dave? Does Dave have a favorite Jimmy Buffett song? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I know he has, you know, a couple of the What about Adele? Does Adele have a favorite? I don't know if she's watching today, so I don't. You let her speak for herself? Yeah. Today's highlight in history, this date in 1774, the first Continental Congress assembled in Philadelphia. In 1698, Russia's Peter the Great imposed taxes on beards. I didn't know there was a beard tax. Oh, look, see? I'm, I'm, yeah. 1961, President Kennedy signed legislation making air, uh, aircraft hijackings a federal crime. Probably a good idea. I'm probably better off for it. Birthdays today. Bob Newhart is 94. Of course, from Newhart. But he was also Professor Proton, but he also Elf. Mm-hmm. He is uh, Buddy the Elf's dad, Papa. Yeah, Papa but Elf. Papa. I just and Papa. yeah. William Devane is eighty four. George Lazenby, the worst, the, the worst James Bond, is eighty four. Al Stewart is seventy eight. Michael Keaton is seventy two. Rose McGowan is fifty. Gone but not forgotten. Jack Daniel 
born in 1850. Yes, that one. Raquel <laughs> Welch, born in 1940. Freddie Mercury, born this day mm. in 1946. Talking about talent there. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. All right, let's see if we can get some chart toppers. I mean, I'm fine to just play more Buffett music, but you probably want a variety. I don't know. Come on over, baby. Oh. 1957, The Killer, Jerry Lee Lewis, lost him not long ago. Let's go to the 1960s. In fact, we'll try to go to 1966 and join the Supremes. It's a game of give and take. Go to 1970. How about 1975? 1975 is where we will try to go. On another great album. This one, if you I think it's it's also on his greatest hits. James Taylor, number 175. Okay, let's go to the 1980s. We'll go to 1984. And a real renaissance and resurgence for the late, great Tina Turner. She just went on a string of hits in the 80s from that private dancer album. That it's only the thrill for me. I guess it's just part of aging, but we're going through a real season now. You know, with Buffett being the latest, we're going through a real season of losing artists that I just, you know, absolutely loved growing up with. Uh, let's go to Towering. It's not your turn. UB40, 1993, Can't Help Falling in Love. And Dilemma, Nelly with uh, Kelly Rowland in 02. Katy Perry, Last Friday Night, 2011. BTS, Dynamite, number one, three years ago today. All right, MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Let me find that Pearl of Wisdom for I got it jotted down over here. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today says, The beautiful thing about learning is that nobody can take it away from you. The beautiful thing about learning is that nobody can take it away from you. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.